Yeah! How about that, Slee? A little blast from the past, a little uh, in-and-out retrospective. It, uh, you know, it, you'll, you'll do better the next time we talk about it, I think. Do you remember the? Uh, remember we were taking calls uh, in the night show. We were taking calls only from people who were in the middle of ordering in and out. They were in yep. the middle of the drive-through. And we had a, a full bank of phone calls. We had full plenty to go calls. through. We could we could have done it all night long. I'm I'm not good. We're not going to do it right now. But yeah. I'm very anxious to get to Emily's in and out experience to see how she did and. You just better hope that she doesn't understand the In-N-Out menu better than you after one single she trip probably through does. that place. Yeah, she probably does. It's important. Everybody's got their order. Now, Emily Emily gets a little bit of a grace period because she's new. She's she's new to mm-hmm. In-N-Out. She's new to Los Angeles. She's new yeah. to California. So we're going to have to we'll, – we'll see. We'll get to it. We'll see if she even knows about the secret why, but menu. But why can't she just describe what she had without being bullied by well, someone like you – that if her order is not correct, all no, no, no. of a sudden she is less. See, that's not going to happen at all because for the, all the reasons that I just said, she's new. She doesn't know. I'm happy to help her navigate her way through the in and out menu. You, unfortunately, as someone who grew up in Southern California, have no such excuses. <laughs> you, you, you that's have a been double here. cheeseburger. <laughs> You've been here more or less your entire life. And so you have been through, I don't know how many times you've been through the end. Not nearly as many as I would have thought, considering what you ordered, but uh, you should have done better. No, There will be no judgment on Emily. I'm more curious and more uh, uh, excited to help her find her way through the secret menu. For instance. I, I like that she, you know, she's already starting to kind of hit some of these. There were a lot of people hit her on Twitter, things that she should be doing. One of them was in and out. She's not wasting time. She visited the Pacific Ocean for the first time when we told her not to do it over the 4th of July weekend. Yep. And now she's uh, now she's checking in and out off her list. Yeah, no, that is that is a very good start. We'll, we'll find out whether or not she even knew that a Neapolitan shake was an option last night. We'll we'll go through all of these things and we'll figure it out. And hold on, let me look Let me real quick here. Okay, yeah, we've been on the air for about three, three and a half minutes. Yep. You still have haven't told me that I was right. I, I've, I've given you ample opportunity to tell me, you know what, Trav, you were right about that NBA Finals game. You, you know what, you're, you're a pretty smart guy. Go ahead. You can say it right now. Yeah, I mean, around 4.30 yesterday, I started kind of pre-gaming, you know, mm-hmm. getting ready for the Bucks and the uh, the Phoenix Suns. Uh, I don't know if you know, you know, guys like Bobby Portis are going to come off the bench, right? So you kind of sure. got to have your mind right in situations like that. And uh, yeah, that didn't go very Frank well. Kaminsky? Is that the Frank Kaminsky coming into the game? <laughs> right. That didn't go very well. Yeah, that didn't go very well. Um, you were right. And I actually think that as the series goes on, it is going to get more exciting. But here's the reality. I don't really... I don't really know, even if the games are close, how much mm-hmm. it's really going to change things. Yeah. This is what I'm referring to. It's, you know, we're so accustomed to stars. We're so accustomed to kind of the same players being in the mix, right? Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, LeBron, LeBron James. Um, Kobe, Shaq. You, you, you get used to the same players that are there. And, you know, you, you also have villains. And I think there's – maybe you can make a case that you're not a big Chris Paul fan – but even if I'm not a Chris Paul fan, I find myself rooting for Chris Paul because of this stage of his career, mm-hmm. has never been to the NBA Finals. So a lot of storylines that we play off of in sports, we don't have it in this series. We don't have the big markets. We don't have the stars. We don't have the villains. So it's really kind of tough to get behind um, and use Game 1 as an example, get behind what the storylines are that are in front of us. Yeah, I, I think it was a pretty good example of, of one particular thing. And Travis and Sleaze brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear on the show today via the Goodyear hotline. There are tears to this stuff, right? 
that there are yes. stars in, mm-hmm. in this league, there, and there are a bunch of them, right? That if we're saying, is he, is he a star? We could probably get up to 20, 25 guys. Devin Booker. Devin Booker is a perfect example yep. of this. A per- Chris Middleton is a perfect example yep. of this, right? Really, really good players that can, on any given night, put on a show. No question about it. But then there are stars, right? Superstars. The, the, the superstars. The, mm-hmm. guy, the, the guys that make this league go. That's a much shorter list. That's a list that we'd probably be pushing it to get to 10, Right, we're talking LeBron. You're talking Kevin Durant. You're talking Steph Curry. You're talking guys like that, right? Yeah. Just mega, mega, mega guys. And we've been spoiled. We've had one of these guys, a megastar, whether it's a LeBron or a KD or a Steph or a Kobe. We've had one of these guys in the finals more or less every year for almost the last two decades. This is the first time we've had one of these where, and I, I can hear people scream at the Giannis, Giannis, Giannis. Giannis is an interesting case, and watching him a little bit last night, I thought it was a really good example. Giannis is a ton of fun if you're watching a highlight rip of Giannis. That if you watch Giannis go from foul line to foul line in three steps and throw down a dunk, that's cool. Mm -hmm. If you watch him go end-to-end at full speed and block a ball against the backboard like we saw last night, that's really cool. But if you watch a game with Giannis, it's far less Attractive? Yeah, that's a perfect word. It's far less Mm -hmm. attractive. And that's what we saw last night. It was just kind of a little bit, you know, physically he's not quite right, but it just, it didn't have that, I have to see this guy play. There wasn't any of that last night. And and, and the other part too, like you said at the top, Slee, the Suns got out early and it never got close. You know, listen, um, you can still appreciate the game. You could still enjoy the game. You could still enjoy the players that are in it. And we could kind of make up our own storylines. But you're right. There's, you know, when you say there's tiers to this, the the top tier, you and I are going out of our way to watch a play-in game with Steph Curry and LeBron James. No question. Like that no play-in question. game was as exciting as it can be. And being at Staples Center that night, you felt like this isn't just a playoff game. It felt... It felt bigger than it really was because of the players that were actually in it, the, the guys that were um, that were actually participating in it. This is going to be, and I know this is kind of, this is unique because when you say that, you can say, I think Funches threw out this stat yesterday over the last 15 years. Funches, who are the three guys that you mentioned were in the NBA Finals over the last three years? Over the last 15 years, we had or a- Or 15 fi- years. Yeah, 15 years, we had a Finals with Kobe, a Steph Curry, and a LeBron. So one of those three players, um, or they're playing against each other, whatever the case is, has been in the NBA Finals. Over the last 15 years, one of those three players have been in it. Yeah. I don't know what's going to change as this progresses. I don't know if, if anything specific is going to change. But I do think at the end of the day, um, as much as we kind of try to find these – you know what I found kind of interesting? I found Adam Silver's comments – I, I found him talking more probably interesting than the actual game because in my head I'm like, well, I'm curious to see what Adam Silver has to say, but I wasn't as interested of, well, what is uh, what is Budenholzer or what the right. other coaches have right. something to say? Yeah, it, it's you know, it, I think you bring up a good point. The idea of the commissioner of the league kind of throwing out additional you know chum into the water to get us invested in the NBA because look, never in a million years will he come out and say it. Never in a million years has anybody come out and say, look, this is not good for the league. We, we, the, the reason that we want the Lakers and Durant and Curry and all of these other guys is because that's what gets people excited. That's what gets people to watch. That I, look, if, if you like it, 
That's fine. You can like it. I'm telling you right now, the numbers that are going to come in for this thing are going to be abysmal. They're, mm-hmm. they're going to be bad. Well, Trev, and, and I, and I, I want to I correct it because people might say, well, what, what are you talking about? You know, if this is a small market that gets in, who cares? Just embrace it. It's a small market. I'm actually not talking market. We're talking no. players. Right. Right. And, because and, and, KD could be on the Oklahoma City Thunder and we're all watching it. LeBron sure. could be in Kawhi Cleveland. Kawhi with Toronto. Kawhi with Toronto, and we're all watching it. So it's not necessarily the markets. It's just the the stars. That's what the NBA, this is how they've built their league. They've built their league around stars. And that's why Adam Silver was talking yesterday, in part because they need we need stuff. We, we need stuff to talk about. And he, I want you to listen to him talking about load management and players missing time and trying to get that conversation going again because I don't think the conversation of, hey, Chris Middleton or Devin Booker is really moving the needle. Here's Adam Silver. We'll say, again, this is not something that's been talked a lot about in the context of injuries, but resting is up over 100% um, this season from last season. And the, the issue which we're trying to get to the root of is, does resting work, frankly? Does load management work? I mean, and there's different theories out there on it. And what's, what's most surprising, as I said, it's, it's not just about injuries up this season. We've seen this upward trend for several years. And you'd like to believe that with the investment, the level of sophistication, the number of doctors, um, the, the amount of analytics we look at, that the data we're able to collect that we couldn't in the, in, in the old days, that we, putting the pandemic aside, would have seen improvements. And we haven't seen that yet. And so, I mean, part of it, of course, load management or resting, there's an economic impact on that. There's no doubt. That, uh, by the way, Trev, that was Adam Silver. Um, this is, you know, it kind of dawns on me as we're hearing Adam Silver. Ha- has That's been the biggest conversation about the NBA Finals, not about the actual Finals. Where's yeah. everybody? Where are the yeah. stars? Why are these LeBron. teams in it? <laughs> right? And, Anthony Davis. And, and, you know, first of all, you had Chris Paul have to address it before the NBA Finals start because he as heads he's up. he's getting the, ready to play in it. By right. The way. He heads up the Players Association. Yeah. Then you have Adam Silver addressing it. That just kind of shows they know where the attention is. The attention is less on. And look, I, I want to say this. At the end of the day, if the Phoenix Suns end up winning a championship, they won the championship. For sure. It's no all question. good. However they got no there, they got there. If Milwaukee ends up doing it and Giannis gets his first one, it might be his last one because Brooklyn's going to get better and you know all these other teams are going to get healthy. So get it while you can. But that has been the storyline. The storyline coming into this NBA Finals is less about the matchup less about the teams, less about the markets is where is everybody? Why did, why, how come this many injuries happen? And to hear Adam Silver talk about it in that much detail, I thought it was interesting. He said, we don't, load management is up 100%. We just don't know if it has a good effect on these players, a poor effect. There's no way to really describe that yet. Yeah, it, it, I don't know. I guess it's somebody much smarter than me that could probably crunch the numbers will come up with, you know, this We've missed X percent more games than we have in other seasons. I, I know that the number is out there, but who's the poster child for load management? When you think of the guy who started yeah. the load management, it's Kawhi Leonard, right? That he he's, he was kind of the guy that was the first person to take some time off on a regular basis just to prevent injury, to make sure that he's ready to go. Well, who missed almost the entire Western Conference? He did miss the entire Western Conference Finals and part of the Western Conference Semifinals. Mm-hmm. Kawhi Leonard. Now, that's kind of a one-off because we saw other guys from other places go down, too, that nobody plays more basketball than LeBron James, and he went down and missed a lot of time. So I, I don't know 
if there's you know one plus one equals two here, but I, I think that we're we're talking about so many different things because the two teams are not terribly appealing because the game last night wasn't a great NBA Finals game. It felt sure. very run of the mill. That we're looking at this like, oh my God, what's going on? Really nothing. This is the first time we've gotten one of these mm-hmm. in nearly 20 years. I'm not saying that every finals has been a barn burner. We've gotten some clunkers along the way. But more often than not, we get what we want. We get the very best players. And, and look, Cleveland and Golden State are not the two biggest markets, in the, but they had the best players. You had Kyrie Irving, and you had LeBron James, and you had Steph, and you had Clay. You had these guys that were Draymond Green, maybe not as one of the best players, but he's one of the biggest names. He's, sure. he's a guy you want to watch because he might kick somebody in the junk. He might do something crazy. You've got to watch that guy. Right? This doesn't have that. This just feels like a December 14th game on NBTV or NBA TV. It doesn't feel important. Um, I, I want to throw this out there, too, because I think it's easy to forget about this, and this is probably going to be the conversation for the NBA Finals all the way through. It, it's not that injuries don't happen. KD and Clay got injured in 2019. That happened, right? That happened in the NBA Finals, okay? Um, remember LeBron trying to beat the Golden State Warriors? It was Kyrie and Kevin Love that both got injured during the NBA Finals. Like, it, it's not to say that injuries don't happen, but this was such a unique situation because uh, let me give you, you know, you said Kawhi Leonard is kind of the poster child of load management. Yep. Well, Anthony Davis missed 30 plus games during the regular season. And all we thought was, well, now he's in the playoffs. Everything's going to be fine. It took two and a half games or th- whatever it was right down for Anthony Davis to get injured again. So... It's not that injuries don't happen, but I I think the reason why Adam Silver is going out out of his way to address it, why Chris Paul went out of his way to address it. First of all, they're being they're being asked the question because this is the only thing anybody is thinking about during the NBA finals. Unfortunately, they're not actually thinking about the games because you turn it on. It's like, where is everybody? Where are the people that I know? Where are the people that I want to see? And like you said, the Suns are going to get it and it's going to count for the Suns. But it's not that. Clay went down in the finals, or KD went down in the finals. It's that to pick the biggest names in the league, two out in the first round, two out in the second round, three out in the third round, and here we are. You know, some, some before even the uh, playoffs even started. Exactly. It, the the mm-hmm. whole thing has just been kind of inside out and upside down and all over the place. All right, guys are talking. In particular, yep. Laker reserves are talking, and we need to go through it and figure out exactly what it is that they want and whether or not the Lakers should accommodate them. That's coming up next. It's Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Oh, we'll get to him. He was in the news yesterday, Slee. Did you see old Messi uh, talking junk to uh, one of the players from Columbia yesterday? I had a cousin text me uh, just randomly yesterday and say that I can't get me- – he's watching the game. He said, I can't get <laughs> Messi's voice out of my head while I'm see? watching. I'm like, that's not good. No, that's perfect. That's, that's exact. That's what we're hoping for. We're you hoping are, for you are ruining, ruining the soccer experience for these Messi fans out there because now they watch Messi and all they hear in their voice, all they hear in their head is your voice kind of, uh, uh, I guess you can say, play-by-playing 
<laughs> doing the play-by-play voice in Messi's head. I think it's so, because the the uh, interpretation is just so accurate. So spot on. Yeah, exactly. That's right. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Colombia and Argentina were playing last night with an opportunity to advance to the finals to play against Brazil. Argentina wins in PKs, and Messi was talking junk to his former teammate uh, Mina. Hey, Mina, Mina, na, 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 na. I'm going to play Brazil. You have to go home. Na, 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 na. And then, you know, he got home and his mother said, now, Messi, that's very disrespectful to your friend Mina. How would you like it if he was mean to you after you missed a penalty kick? I expect more out of you, Messi. Do you remember when I asked you to do Ronaldo? What was your voice yeah, for I Ronaldo? Have, I don't have, I don't know. I, like, you Ronaldo did, you were, just... No, no, you, you, you went with, hey, what's up? That's what hey, you did. What's going on? Hey, Messi, over here, pass me the ball. No, I want to shoot the ball. You I'm went from, the best player. You went from that to, uh, what did we say, a biker in Orange County Long or something Norman. along those lines? <laughs> <laughs> Stevedore down in uh, Long Beach. Yeah, no, no question about it. All right, it's time for some straight talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. And, Let's get right to it. Let's get to the point that is the the most important thing that happened yesterday. Dodgers played. No, that's not it. Otani pitched. That's not it. The NBA Finals game won. No, that's not it either. Emily, who is new to Southern California, made her um, inaugural visit to a Southern California institution. She went to In-N-Out Burger for the first time. So, Emily, give us the straight talk on your experience. Okay, so I went to the In-N-Out in Glendale, and it's close to where I live. It was on my way home, so I was like, what the heck? I'll try out In-N-Out on the way home. I was hungry. That one does not (laughs) – let me see if if we're talking about the same one. Is it by the Galleria? Is it near – It's by this buffet. Like there's a – Yep, across the street is a buffet? Yep. That's right. Um, okay, so this one doesn't have a drive-through, correct? No, it does have a drive-through. So oh, it does. again, that's part of my experience. So did you go okay. in the in the in the restaurant or no? I did drive-through. So okay. uh, my the drive-through was so long. Yeah. I know that I yep. as soon as I got into the drive-through line, I knew it was a mistake. I was like, I should have just gone inside. I knew I would get my food ten times faster. But I was mm. like, hey, you, you maybe think I'll that? Just try but it. that might not be the case. <laughs> just see, I'm I'm here to help Emily. The drive-through line at In-N-Out is always long, but it moves relatively quickly considering the length. And if you go in, it's I've I've done the research. It's about the same time, so yes. just don't let that deter you. So the way in which the line worked, where it came in, I had to turn off uh, the highway, went in, and then it kind of curved twice. And I was like, I have never even seen this kind of like maneuverability of cars <laughs> in a drive-through before. And so then, Emily, this- just so you know, <laughs> any time of the day. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter, you know, it's a weekday week. It literally doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. <laughs> so true. In and out always has a line of people waiting to uh, to get the You guys order. ever okay. pass by In and Out and just see like five people there and you just get really excited? <laughs> well, they, they, I no, think I they don't. open at ten thirty, right? I think they, they their first customer they serve is at ten thirty. By ten o'clock, there are cars queued up ready to go through that. See, because that's what that was my thought process. I was like, it's three o'clock. Doesn't it's matter. like that's when no one's gonna go get food. Yeah. Oh, yep. Definitely still a line. So, uh, and then this nice young woman helped me. Like, she was not at the window. She was coming up no, to me on the, the side of the Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. I was like, that's a little different, too. And I, also, I had to, like, look at the menu on my phone because, again, I haven't been there. So, I didn't want to panic and be like, uh, I don't know, a hamburger. Um, so, I... What'd you get? So... I, again, went very basic. I know that's a, you know, you guys probably okay. like rail, rail me for that, but I got a cheeseburger, a strawberry milkshake, and french fries. And I... That's all you need. Yeah. I was like, this is very basic. I'm just going to mm-hmm. get like the bare bones without a bunch of frills. 
what in and out is about. That is a good control order. You know, in science, you have to have a control group, right, mm-hmm. before you start adding variables so you can reconstruct your research. Mm-hmm. Your initial order was a very strong play. I like it. Okay, so you had expectations coming in. What'd you think? So I think so. I also waited to eat it until I got all the way home because I, you know, didn't want. Uh, I wanted. Uh, I know. I wanted to have the experience. I was not very far from home. I was five minutes from home, so I didn't want to eat in my car. You don't have to justify anything. Just keep (laughs) going. Also, guys, remember this is a rental. I am renting a car. I don't want to get, like, you know, All the more sauce. reason. You can throw the burger <laughs> against a, the window. It's a rental car. She has a pickle, a pickle in between the seats. <laughs> she's she's insurance, just right? keep it going. You got keep the insurance, going. right? Okay, so then I and I eat it on my porch outside, enjoy the nice day, and I I am very pleasantly surprised by the, the, by the burger. I think mm-hmm. the burger was definitely the best part of everything. I think the actual meat was my favorite part. I love a good, very simple burger, and I think that it just tasted, like, very much more, again, people have commented on my Twitter, uh, the Twitter, it tasted very fresh. The burger tasted like a yeah. burger I would get at any diner, which like kind of you know is better than a McDonald's or any other thing. So I I definitely really like the burger. My one bone to pick with the fries is I think that they could have had a little bit more on it, but I do know you can get like animal style fries, things like that added on it. But I did think the fries left a little bit more for like to be desired. I'm gonna leave the studio now, guys. I'm gonna leave the studio because I'm offended. Yeah, I, 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 I'm I, okay with that. I, I don't care about the fries. fries there, was a, there was a couple of things in there that I don't like. The, generally speaking, I, I, I like your review. Uh, straight talk, wireless, no contract, no compromise. You have to eat the fries right away because if they get cold, they're not great. That, that's, that's a fact. You have to eat those. those. Those are the things you eat on the way home. Also, you're going to want to – you can get them twice cooked. You can get them extra crispy because sometimes they can get a little limp. You can also ask for more salt in the bag, and that's a good way to kind of dial those up because they're not particularly salty. That's a good way to go. I don't like that you refer to it as you can get that burger at any diner. That's just not true okay. at all. Okay. I guess that's, more that's what right. I'm saying what is – she's saying is it's not a fast food – it's not a yeah. fast no, food not. spot. It, it tastes yeah. better yeah. than a normal fast food burger. I was. I'm, I guess I'm comparing it to McDonald's, I guess. Um, and then I also – I did like the strawberry milkshake. I thought no, that – it was uh, it was good. I did th- t- feel like it tasted a little bit too unnaturally syrupy. If that makes any sense. <laughs> okay, that because they don't. It's just ice cream and the strawberry stuff. It's it's not terrible. Because let me ask you this: Are you exclusively a strawberry milkshake person, or do you like other types? So I go strawberry vanilla, milkshake chocolate. or okay. Oreo. Those are my two. Occasionally okay. I go vanilla, but mostly it's just strawberry. Because In-N-Out does a thing called a Neapolitan milkshake, which you may or may not want to try, which you get all three in one cup, which is pretty fantastic. You get strawberry, chocolate, and vanilla all in one cup. Hmm. Emily, yeah, exactly. it will be now that you kind of got the first, the foundation has been laid. That's going to be a lot. Of, you're a veteran now walking into I the got place. I got to build. I can't go straight to the to the biggest thing. I also wasn't super hungry at three o'clock, but it was enough that I you know could definitely eat. I I'm, I definitely want to build off of this. So again, anyone can tweet at me, Emily Hebel, H-Y-V-L. Tweet at me. Give me your suggestions of what you think that I should um, order next. But I definitely you, am pleasantly uh, surprised. Are you a spicy person at all? Do you like things? That I have do a love kick? spicy. Okay, so next time, get exactly what you got, and just we'll add one element to it, and we can start to figure out the the Emily order. Get some chopped chilies on there. It's not on the menu. You're not going to see it, but the, every restaurant has it. Just say you want your cheeseburger. Please add chopped chilies, and they'll be on there, and you get a little kick to it. It's well, she didn't like the good. fries. She should get animal style fries. Those are good too. Like those, those are, are the best good. fries. Yeah, like, those are seriously. Good. You you well, love the in and out cheese and well, crispy. Yeah, you love in and out fries. That's the way to do it too. Crispy. Yeah, no, double. Okay. If you get them crispy, they're gonna fry them again. That's a good way to go. I, I'm, I'm, I'm pleased, Emily. I'm pleased that you came out of that 
mostly accurate. A couple yes. of mistakes, but you're new. That's fine. And, and I think and, and yes, in, terms of, in, in terms of regional fast foods that yeah. live up to the hype, I do believe that, again, in and out I can build off of this, but it does live up to that hype of, yeah, this was really good fast food. I enjoyed it. Good. Very happy. Slee, you look like you're bothered by Well, something. because the way you throw in at the end there, yeah, a couple mistakes here. Yeah. You know, I'm reasonably surprised. As look, in as in, she's supposed to walk in there with your game plan. It's her game plan. That's why I'm trying to help. That's why I'm trying to offer the chilies and the Neapolitan milkshake and the twice-cooked fries and the extra salt. I'm offering suggestions to her. I'm not telling her what she has to get. I don't like the comparison to the diner. That was deeply offensive to me. That's like calling one of my kids stupid. Okay, that, 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 was, that hit me it's, right It's here. the equivalent of somebody eating something, and they're like, yeah, I don't know if I like this, and, and you saying, no, you're wrong. Well, what, right. what if they don't like it? Well, then they're wrong. <laughs> I mean, there, there, there are right ways, and there are wrong ways. There are things that we can do here. That's the way that it goes. Let's try our first phone call of the day. Let's go to um, Jeremy and Westchester. Jeremy, you are on with Travis and Slee. What's going on, Jeremy? You there, Jeremy? Travis, big fans. Um, listen, you know, it's hard to see the forest through the trees. And right now we're in the middle of a, what we think is a non-star, uh, you know, involved finals. But, you know, Steph didn't become a star until he won. And I see big-time star quality and, and especially Booker. But obviously the, the story of Chris Paul rising is very interesting. I like Aiton a lot. Um, you know, I think with Milwaukee, their brand of basketball is, is not quite as exciting. So that's part of it. But I think Phoenix checks all the boxes. And honestly, as a lifelong Laker fan, I've never rooted harder for a team that's taken us out. Um, you know, Jeremy, let me ask when you it's this. all said and done and they take it down, we could be looking at stars that next time you're yearning for, where this time we're kind of waiting our way through it. That would be the best-case scenario, where if all of a sudden Devin Booker becomes one of those guys, DeAndre Ayton becomes one of those guys. Let me ask you this, and I'm genuinely asking, I'm curious. Did you, were you entertained by that game last night? Were you, were you watching it thinking, I don't know what's going to happen, I can't wait to see what happens next? No, but the third quarter, Chris Paul going off the way he did um, was very exciting. Uh, overall, the game was, was not the best, but it's game one. So I think, you know, when, when I look back to the Lakers-Phoenix series, when Devin Booker literally ripped our hearts out sure. when we were trying to come back and, and even the score, that kind of performance will tilt the scales and all of a sudden we'll forget about a so-so game one. Jeremy, appreciate you calling in. Trav, I, I hope, you know, to be honest, I hope you get more calls like that. I know I, I got a couple people hitting me on Twitter saying, you guys are underestimating what the series can be. Maybe, listen, maybe there are a lot of NBA fans out there. I think that's an interesting angle that he's rooting more. He's never rooted more for a team that took him out, that took yeah. the Lakers out, right? Uh, to be a Laker fan and you're rooting for a team that took you out, okay, that's an interesting angle. And, and that's why I asked the question that I did, Al, because I, I was I, I get the idea that you think Booker is going to be a star and Aiton and Giannis is a two-time. Okay, okay fine. That's reasonable. I can, I can work with that. But – when I asked him the question, did you did you like the game? It was kind of, eh, I mean, it was okay. The third quarter was kind of interesting. That's what I'm getting at. Not that mm-hmm. Devin Booker isn't a great player. He is. I'm, I'm not crazy. I've watched, I've watched the games. I know that Chris Paul is a Hall of Fame point guard. I understand that. I know that Giannis is a two-time MVP. I get that. But that doesn't make for exciting basketball games necessarily because last night's game, I, you know, now you're the biggest NBA fan I know, 
You you said it yourself that it was it was, okay. it was okay. I mean, it was just okay, right? Yeah, it was okay. I, I, I again, um, we'll wait and see how things kind of pan out. But I don't think there's a storyline that's really going to kind of change that. I'll watch. We'll see if other people end up watching. All right, let's try one more quick phone call here. I've got to get a response to uh, Emily's in and out trip here. Let's go to Hollywood and Ox. Ox, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up? How's it going, guys? Hey, let me say, let me just resume what Emily was trying to say. In and out is overrated. That's simple. And about the match, I didn't boy, say that. No, but you're trying to say that. You, you're just being polite. I know. What? Why is it? Why is it overrated? Yeah, what do you, what do you think? Him. Give me, give me some reasons here. Dude, the burger not that good. The fries, it's kind of I don't know. It's kind of soggy. I, I, I don't know. The only thing I really like in In and Out is the spread sauce. It's really good. After that, you can go to. McDonald's or Burger King is going to be better. Okay, That's okay. I, I, I want to butt even... into before before you answer, Travis. I think ahead, I didn't I didn't give my sauce uh, reaction. I do think the sauce was the most underwhelming part of that burger. Hot take. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, though the spread sauce to us is really good. Funch, um, is, by the way, is having his best day ever on this show by buzzing all of these bad in and out takes. Good job, Funch. By I the like way, it. first of all, I I almost uh, I I fear for the last caller because I feel Travis. I just. Uh, he is so ready to talk, and like I'm getting nervous for the for the actual <laughs> caller that called in. Take a deep breath, buddy. This is look. This almost seems like one of those takes is like, hey, look, you could talk about my family, you could talk about <laughs> talk about personal things, but the moment uh-huh. you start talking about in and out, I feel like Travis, this these are kind of connecting here. I'm a little worried. Well, you're you're mostly right, but you missed one part of it. In and out is family. Okay, that is part of my family. I'm not going to – it's not like you're talking about my family. It, you are talking about my family. Secondarily, to Ox's point, it's an overrated burger. That's probably why there's a line around two city blocks at every single one of these restaurants from 1030 in the morning until 2 o'clock in the morning because they're overrated. People by the way, to line up and wait 45 minutes for something that sucks. By the so way, there are a lot of things – there are a lot of things that are overrated – but over time, right. things will they like will fade. They will they fade, will, right? It's like okay, fade. that was cool or whatever the case is. It could be a food item. Or hey, having an In and Out. No, I mean it is not happening at In and Out, and that will not change. Yeah, 1948, and I've yet to see one of these things go out of business because nobody liked it. Okay, let's just throw that out there. There's, you know what? This is starting to bother me. We need to stop before I get very, very upset and say something I shouldn't say. We're going to go back to the Lakers. We're going to talk about what Andre Drummond put on his Instagram page because, quite frankly, I don't get it at all. That's next. It's Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. All right, so the tweets are starting to come in, Al. Uh, This is from Mario Flores, and he writes, in and out as family, you know that's right. So Mario and I are on the same page right there. This is from Francis, and he says, let me know that caller's uh, handle, that last caller's handle, so I can block him. Thanks. Well, we got the phone number. Just give out the phone number. (laughs) 714-555-1212. That's the best way to find that number right there. That's how that goes. Let's try one more. Since we're talking about in and out let's, uh, yeah. let's get to this very quickly. Travis Lee is brought to you by Progressive Insurance, and all guests on the show appear via the Goodyear hotline. Let's go to Rancho Cucamonga and Al. Al, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up, Al? What's up, fellas? First and foremost, i got to say the last caller that said McDonald's and Burger King is better than in and out obviously can't afford an in and out burger. I just spent 30 30- <laughs> on three in and out burger yesterday at two animal fries and enjoyed every single bit of it. 
So all for you? We need- or did you bring that home yeah. for the fam? Get the family in there, man. Okay, you know good. Gotta- good. I don't know, man, you know. But yeah, he's never had no in and out, so he don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Al. Appreciate that. Look, this is this is personal, right? This is this is a personal thing that uh, Southern Californians in particular are, are we take great ownership in this. This is important to us. So when, when somebody says something like Burger King is ready that are better than in and out, people are going to be upset. That's just not how it goes. There's uh there's also you know some debate here. Who's the guy that put on Napoli says five guys all day over in and out. That was a conversation at one point. Have you had five guys? Yeah, there's there's one in my neighborhood. If you want and, if you want a burger, you can go down. There's no line. You can walk right in. There's nobody in the line. Go yeah, ahead. No, that's that, that's kind of funny. I, I agree. I don't think that's even a conversation. It's funny. No. At one point, that was well. It's, it's a five they don't guys make good burgers, but they make good hot dogs. They, the, the burger's not bad. There's nothing wrong with the burger at Five Guys. It, it's it's fine. It's just not it's in just, and out. Right, right. Yeah. And 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 here's the other thing, super expensive. That's a whole nother thing. That that's mm-hmm. a whole n- here. You know what? Sneaky good local Southern California burger chain. They're not everywhere, but they're in a lot of places. The Habit. The Habit's Habit a great makes burger. It, the Habit that's makes a, fantastic a really burger. good burger. That's a but that but that's not the, thing. the Habit is like that's not. I, I wouldn't put the Habit in the conversation of any of these. No fast food chains but i wouldn't i mean in and out i know kind of it, it it has the the whole feel and the menu and the it it has a a fast food chain but their their quality of food is not fast food style plus they get it right every mm-hmm. time i've never gotten that bag and go, oh that's wrong never never one time and i like i've said before i've i've done the research along the way all right Andre Drummond said on Instagram that he believes that he should have been playing more, that the team would have been better off yeah. with him getting more minutes. Um, first of all, let, let me ask you this, Al, because you, you know this better than I do. Mm-hmm. As I would watch these games, it never occurred to me that the missing piece was more Andre Drummond. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I get why Andre Drummond wants to touch the ball more. Who doesn't, right? That's just basketball. That's the NBA. But that never seemed to me to be the problem that this team was dealing with. Uh, yeah, I, I kind of found that when I when I read that quote, and he was responding to somebody on Instagram, basically telling him like, "Hey, um, he wanted to see him get the type of production that DeAndre Ayton and Brooke Lopez." By the way, interesting comparison there. But right. without all that in mind, you know, Chad, this can be a conversation that I think we're going to have uh, a ton. There are when you're trying to win an NBA championship, what's the most important thing? You got your superstars, and then you got all these role players. And all these role players have to sacrifice for the better of the team. And I'm not – listen, if you're Andre Drummond and he's at an age where it's important for him to go get another contract, he's coming off a year where he's got $27 or something. I have no idea what the market's going to be for Andre Drummond. But I I was a big fan of Andre Drummond coming to the Lakers. You're not going to pay him anything. It's the buyout market. Marcus yeah. Saul, you have that option sitting on the bench. Montrez Hill, you have that option. Okay, you got nothing to lose by bringing in Andre Drummond. But he didn't. There were, there was no time where I thought to my head that if Andre Drummond does this, Lakers are going to win this game. If Andre right. Drummond that's does that, um, if he's this impactful, that's going to be the difference of the series. I never thought that, and I, I think Lakers are. Kind of in an interesting spot, and I know we got Ashley coming up next year, but I think it's a good conversation to have where do these role players like Montrez Harrell, Dennis Schroeder, um, Andre Drummond, 
are they the right guys on a championship team when they're also trying to take care of themselves in the process where a year ago it was the Dwight Howards, the Danny Greens, the JaVale McGee's, Rajon Rodgers, all those guys knew were trying to win an NBA championship. I don't think that's the case right now with some of these role players. Yeah, I think you bring up a really good point. The idea of there are role players in the NBA. There are guys that are trying to go from role player to starting player or you know regular contributor, offensively, defensively, whatever it is. And then there's doing that for the Lakers. Those are almost three different categories, and I don't think that anybody really slotted all that well into the last category of doing it for the Lakers. Like you said, we got Astley coming up next, but I definitely want to circle back to that at some point and kind of go through who does fit that that mold and who doesn't, because there's a guy on the Laker team who I think fits it perfectly, but I just don't know if he's the right guy to get it done. We'll tell you what that is coming up in a bit, but next, my favorite segment, Ask Slee, right around the corner, right here. Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. And for all the ones who get it done, Granger is always there to help. Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, 24 7 support, free access to product specialists, and experienced staff at over 250 local branches. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call 1 800 Granger, click Granger.com, or just stop by. All right, here we go, Al. This We're going to start right here. This is the one that I kind of retweeted this morning because I thought it was a good example of what we're looking for for Astley. This is from okay. John in Huntington Beach of Fullerton. How many timeshare presentations have you attended, <laughs> and how many did you buy? Hashtag AskSlee. I have nine right now. Nine, uh, <laughs> nine timeshares, and you know they're just thriving. Um, if you guys have any interest in uh, buying into the timeshares, by the way, have you ever? Have, have I'm sure you've done this. Have you sat in in a timeshare? I haven't. I've you've never never done sat it. in I've, a timeshare. I have. I have seen the ads. You know, all you have to do is come and list, listen to a two hour presentation for that free prize at the end. We'll, we'll give you a weekend in San Diego or a weekend in Vegas or wherever, wherever it is. I've never. Have you done it? So there was, back when I was in San Diego on the business side, there was kind of a timeshare-esque company. I don't know how to properly describe it. It was in Vegas and it was literally like, <laughs> it's like a perfect example of a timeshare, maybe five minutes away from you know the, the heart of Las Vegas. Right. And I remember going out there because we had a presentation to them and everything else. So you also listen to their pitch of like what they're trying to do, listeners that they're trying to bring in, everything else. I'm like, what is this? I, I couldn't really <laughs> understand what it is. Um, and it's so, I mean, what, where do you see it? Like at malls, you see it actually at some of the different sporting events. They'll have yeah, some people yeah. kind of bring you in. Hey, you want a free week? You, it's like the the... Yeah. The way they try to, like, rope you in, I'm like, yeah, I, I don't know if this is the best sales pitch, guys. That, that's the thing. That's exactly right. It's like, hey, do you want a, a, a free weekend in Vegas? No, I don't. You don't want to? F- no, I don't, because I know what you're asking me, and I don't want to do that. So, they have, no, they I don't want They have a whole It's Always Sunny Vegas. episode about this, too. It's Always Ooh, Sunny in Philadelphia. has a whole episode on their timeshares. Yeah. That's that's the perfect show to do one of these on uh, on on timeshares because i could see there's perfect characters for that but no have not uh have not got roped into it hey guys i kid you not um my ex-girlfriend she's an ex-girlfriend for a reason <laughs> she <laughs> she said let's go to vegas for a weekend and you know i didn't know where we were staying at blah 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 yep we go to vegas we go to a timeshare meeting basically yeah. and hard pass and okay and, wait and two hours prize, how, how long was it uh, 
it might have been it might have been six hours oh <laughs> because because three of those hours last hours they're trying to get me to buy a timeshare right and i'm like no no, I, no like just give me jail. my free weekend in vegas and let's just get out of here and all right next one let's go to darb in the oc it says can slee juggle hashtag ask slee can you juggle out I could barely uh, walk one foot over the other. You want me to throw some balls in the air and I try to get that going? That's not happening. Cannot juggle. How about you, Trav? You got you, any so, juggling skills there? So my, I, don't, I can't juggle. I can yeah. do a couple of things that are, you know, my, my wife has this thing that all, all people need to have at least one party trick that you can do at a party, that the, just something that you can do that's so totally <laughs> stupid or something like that. So I have a couple of those that I can do, but I can't juggle. Do you have a party trick? Like, is there something that only Alan Sliwa can pull off? Bro, no. I, I it just it just sounds like me trying to get everybody's attention. Hey guys, hey, let me uh everybody come over here for a second. I just want to show yeah, you guys something. Watch this. You can't do that thing like Fonzie where you put all the quarters on your elbow and snatch them out of the air real quick. Maybe Slee's uh, party trick is that he can read off all the Laker stats from about 40 That's years it. ago. Yeah, the box score. <laughs> Not bad. He's got the box score. By the Not way, Trav, how funny would that be? You just like get everybody together and you're like, guys, I got a trick. You pull out like a yo-yo or something. What, what are you doing? Hey, no, just get back to the party. Get back to the party. <laughs> all right. This is from Drew in West L.A. It says, does... Slee loudly do the dishes after telling his girlfriend, no, I'm not mad. Hashtag ask Slee. Is that your move? Might have had that move before. You want you want me to do them? No, no, I got, I got it. No, no, no problem. No problem. No, um, I'll do them. I didn't make any of the dishes. None of these are mine. But yeah, sure, I'll do them. Why wouldn't I? You know I mean, I didn't before. eat on any of these dishes. You know but sure, had, let me do them. You know what I've had before? I've had the like, did you wash these? Yes, I washed them. And like she smells them. Like, are you sure? Did you smells use enough them. soap? Did you use enough soap? As in, like, I didn't do it the way she does it. You know, she's uh, she'll do it, but and she knows what she's doing much better than I do. So it's kind of it's kind of one of those things. You walk away. I'm like, well, maybe uh, maybe you shouldn't have asked me to do them. And then I kind of get out of it because it, it, I didn't do it good enough. Same exact argument in the Rogers household, only the other way. I'm the dish critic in the house, and uh, she's the one that they're fine. Just stuff them in the dishwasher. They're fine. Her way's probably better, but don't tell her I said that. All right. John, again, says this is a good one, by the way. Okay. Which sports broadcaster would you want to read your eulogy? Hashtag Ask Silly. So if you're going to have a broadcaster. Well, my favorite broadcaster is Chick Hearn. That's, that's, that's. There's no like hesitation, right? Like, like you want him to slide you into the refrigerator with the Jello jiggling and the butter getting her. hard and the eggs are cooling. He's in the refrigerator, the door is closed, the lights are out, the eggs are cooling, the butter getting hard, the Jello jiggling. Trav, we're talking chick. Ernie. Not bad, not bad. That's a good choice. No, That's I, a good I, choice. I, and and he's you know my all-time favorite broadcast. You you and I have talked about this. There's nothing better when you go back and you listen to highlights. And I know this is the same for you could say Vin Scully with the Dodgers. They take you back just hearing their voice, just hearing Chick Hearn's voice will take you back to a time that was 25 years ago, 30 years ago. And you kind of remember all those. For me, it was Chick Hearn and it will always be Chick Hearn. It's a great answer, and I and for all the same reasons, I would pick Vin Scully. That's just a yeah. uh, a, a really really. What about good a guy like there. Bob Costas? I, Bob's great. I mean, Bob, Bob would be a good choice too. But for I just don't have any tie. You exactly. know what I mean? Like there's exactly. no personal. You felt like with Chick Hearn or Vin Scully when he's telling a story, and you're sitting in your, in your living room, you felt like there was a a personal connection. Like he was almost just talking to you. Yep. That's what Chick. That, that, any of these other national guys, they're great, but they're not. They're not local. Also, take Marv yeah. Albert too. And, 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 <laughs> 
you know, the, Marv is a good example, too, as a national guy, but he has a local connection to New York. There needs to be some – like Vin Scully did Game of the Week forever. He did the, he did the Masters. He did the Skins. He did, he did football for NBC for years and years and years. But he's an L.A. guy. Like, you think of it, you know, there, there's a much better connection. If I go outside of L.A. and just a voice that I love, love Lampley. I just Lampley's love great. Jim Lampley's voice. So. Jim Lampley is one of the funniest people you will ever meet in your life. Really? He is just outrageously funny. He's absolutely great. All right, here's another one. This is from Eric Steven, and he says, When going to Disneyland, does Slee already sit right in front of Sleeping Beauty's castle at high noon for the nighttime fireworks show while telling random tourists around him, this is prime real estate, baby? Is that your move? <laughs> Can you hold my spot? I'm just going to go use the restroom real quick. How it's, about these seats, huh? huh? Prime real estate, baby. You that guy? Uh, I can't do Disneyland. Can you, you do it? figure it out. I know. You better figure it out. Because here's the thing. Let me, let me, let me I, answer I, this I, one Here's what I can't do. It's not Disneyland. It's the whole thing. It's the... Go on. Driving in. Yeah. It's the parking... It's the how long you have to walk to get to the shuttle bus. It's the the shuttle that has to take you over to the yeah, front. Part it's of it. waiting in front of uh, you know part for of it. the security check. And then by the time you get through all of that, you're just walking in, and it's a freaking zoo. It's <laughs> it already ninety eight degrees. Like it, it's the whole experience that I can't do. Now, granted, you obviously do it. Um, for me, I've always taken my nieces, but I'm kind of a, you know, I can only hang out for so long at Disneyland. Other people will have the annual pass and they're going three times a month. I'm not a three times a month guy, but I do. I'm not, I, I'm pro Disneyland. I like going. I, it's a nice day out there. I enjoy it. And here, here's why, you know, you've hit a certain point in your life. Not only do you stake out prime real estate for the fireworks show multiple hours in advance, but going and sitting on a bench at Disneyland is the highlight of the day. Like, you're not thinking about, you know, I want to get on the Matterhorn. I want to get on Indiana Jones. You're like, you know that bench right by the Jungle Cruise in the shade? Can't wait for that thing to open up. Can't wait for that thing to go open up so I can sit there and find myself shade for a good half hour, 45 minutes. That's the highlight of Disneyland, which you get a little bit older. And then you can just turn the kids loose. That's a good way to do it. Uh, by the way, uh, Real Mott says on Twitter, me and my ex used to go timeshare presentations just to get the free stuff. We got an entire Vegas stay with meals comped once. They are brutal, but sometimes worth it. All right, one more here. Let's try this one. This is from Dean, and Dean writes, what does the Powerball jackpot have to reach for you to buy a ticket? Hashtag asks Lee. The problem is when it keeps going up as much as it's going, I'm like, all right, well, um, not only do I have no chance, but this is the greatest, it's the greatest investment ever for the people who are running the lottery. They're like, okay, <laughs> wait a minute. So we just got to give out $50 million, but we have 150 million coming in in revenue. Like it's the, it's, I just kind of sit there like shaking my head. Like, how has this happened? And how is it every time that, that those big numbers are out there, 150, 180 million, I'm like, can you imagine what they're bringing in? So my cheap, you know what, um, will save my $2 and make sure that I'm not giving them any in uh, contributions there. Are you anti scratcher too? Or are you just anti powerball? I'm anti, uh, luck. I'm anti like trying to, trying well, to hit it, the yeah, grand slam with one guy on. 
Yeah, there's not there's not a ton of skill involved in playing the Powerball. You just kind of tell the dude, hey, give me a ticket, and you see what happens. All right, ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who save with Progressive save over $700 on average. All right, Dodger game, they lose again yesterday. Not necessarily the story. A couple of things going on with the Dodgers, though, that I think are something to keep an eye on. That's coming up next. It's Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN.